Hi, guys. I'm Lauren. You may remember me from last semester's episodes of Off the Air. I am here to welcome you guys to a whole new set of crew and cast. Um, this week, we're going to be talking about all things spooky. I want to give you guys a little reminder <laughs> that you can always come and join us at More Media Records in room 184-182. It's a combo room. Um, and thanks for tuning in. Give it a good listen. Awesome. <laughs> so everyone, we're gonna go off, list our names. I'm Hunter. I like um for like horror movies, I'd probably say a quiet place. That's pretty good. I'm Jolie. Um one of my favorite movies is The Scream. Um yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my name is Jaden and my favorite horror movie genre I think is American horror story the whole season. So um my name is Anna and I guess my favorite horror movie is um Texas Chainsaw Massacre. My name is Kendall, and my favorite horror movie is also Scream. Says a lot about a person, I think, what favorite horror movie yeah. is one. Yeah. <laughs> I love horror movies just in general. They're just I'm 50-50 with them, you know? Sometimes, yeah. yeah, sometimes no. I don't like being scared, really, so. I may yeah. be a little baby, but, like, I don't like all, like, the bloody, gross mm, stuff. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Speaking about Scream, wasn't there, like, an actual case, like, a murder case involved? Yeah, yeah. I do. I think so. They wrote an essay about this, I can tell. Yeah. Um, it was the, oh my gosh, there was, oh my gosh, I'm blanking on the name, but there was like a serial killer case that the the screenwriter, Kevin Williamson, kind of based some of it off of. I cannot remember the name for the life of me. When? Sometime in pre-90s. Oh and God. then I remember yeah. there was like two kids who try to reenact like some of the scenes and they actually killed a girl which oh my gosh screwed up oh that happened with the slenderman stuff too remember that oh that stuff scared me freakless when i was a kid i could not do slenderman dude (laughs) too scary one thing i love about scream is the soundtrack and the fact that it plays such an important role in the movie um my favorite probably my favorite song from that is red right hand Mm. it literally describes like the scream killer like talks about um, like a guy in a black coat, like walking around with a red right hand. So like blood, you know, like murder. And yeah. so it's like not like a red glove. I mean, it could be, but in the movie, he's wearing. <laughs> Didn't watch the movie. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, there does. Yeah. So yeah. Um. Also, like in the movie, like I don't, I don't know if I was just listening to like the soundtrack from the movie of just like when they were like killing people, you yeah. know, like um, <laughs> but the one it's like chasing Sydney, and I was listening to that like just like in the dining hall like with my headphones in and I feel like it really just like makes you feel like you're in the movie like because I was like turning around I was like is there someone behind me (laughs) like like, I feel like they really made it play with the characters and everything really well yeah what other horror soundtracks do we like not really like soundtracks I'd prefer songs we talked about it yeah yeah like don't fear the reaper Mm -hmm. is fire yeah uh, you have the Goosebumps theme. Yeah. Oh, that's oh my great. Yeah. That used to scare the crap out of me when I was a kid. <laughs> Every time I turn on an episode, that Goosebumps music, I... Mm, like, Give her chills. Oh, <laughs> no, it really did. Playing its part. Mm-hmm. Um, the song from Nightmare Before Christmas, uh, the like beginning song or whatever. I really yeah. like that song. This is Halloween. Yeah. yeah. This yeah. is Halloween. It's a classic. Yeah. yeah. Play that yeah. at school. Dude, all of those claymation movies are terrifying. <laughs> I refuse <laughs> to watch those. Like Coraline. I love um, Coraline. Then oh Frank and Weenie. That was another one. Oh, yeah. Oh then the this like Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah, yeah. So you have a thing against Tim Burton is what I'm hearing. 
How no. dare you, man? More so about like stop motion clay. What about yeah. Wallace and Gromit? You that on the sheep. That one's fine, but in like the right setting, it could be very wrong. Yeah. But it's not stop motion though. Like the Lego movie, that was good. Oh, yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. Those are yeah. like so hard to make. Like they, they take are. forever. I respect them a lot. Yeah. I love mm-hmm. animation majors for mm-hmm. sure. Is anybody gonna be listening to um somebody's watching me? Michael Jackson and Michael Jackson, um, what a king. Who's that man. other who's that other guy in it? I forgot his name. Now I gotta look it up. <laughs> I was listening to that on the way here and I loved like the little electric piano or whatever mm-hmm. it is. There's yeah. like always piano and horror yeah. music. Like I was listening to it. I think there was it in that one. Um uh, Shit, I was start, starting to think of other songs, but then like all that can pop in my head right now is like the sirens from Ghostbusters. Oh, <laughs> so yeah. that's fogging out any other thought. So if you think of any piano, just like list it off. Mm-hmm. No, I think it's a really cool component in horror movies that like either you could have like the singular keys being like the dun dun dun, or like the hard piano just like Whoa. or yeah. the just like it's the running or the creeping, and it's just like it's such like a sound motion thing, yeah. which is really cool. The so. Halloween theme, mm-hmm. that's the one. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I was listening to that one too. Or Psycho, that I feel like oh, that's yeah. like so iconic, like that. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so like yeah. I think it's cool how like movies and like their producers make like a trademark with the music too. You know, yeah. like you just mm-hmm. like hear a song, and you're like, oh my god, it's that movie. So yeah, it's cool mm-hmm. that you do that too. What do you think stands out more, like the mascot, like the face of like? Uh, Jason from um, Friday the 13th or like the puppet from Saw, Jigsaw or do you think like the music stands out more? I'd probably say the music like at least for the people that watched it but people that haven't watched it they'd probably say like the masks and like Mm -hmm. stuff like that because you like everyone sees like pictures of that where he's like if you've seen the movie you hear the music and you're like oh that's from that movie you know Mm -hmm. I think it's interesting too like the music even if you haven't seen it like i've never seen the original halloween but the that theme like if i hear it i know it's from that movie yeah mm-hmm. and it's like it's from the 70s so i wasn't alive then so yeah. it's crazy oh, that yeah. like i can pick that up yeah like it. if i see a jason mask i don't really want to go ahead and watch friday the 13th but if i then hear like the music mm-hmm. then it kind of gets me ready to actually watch so the show. it's a hook that's mm-hmm. funny yeah yeah I feel like the masks are just mass produced all the time. You know, mm-hmm. like you see them in Party City, you see them in like other <laughs> stores. You're like, okay, you know. No, no, my the music is like so. It's so interesting because it's so well thought out to like put that in your mind of like mm-hmm. this is this scene or this character mm-hmm. or this movie, and then you think about it for literally decades after. Yeah, I think that's so interesting. Like and, the effects of music, and just like you said, the music also is like subliminally like hinting to certain things, like "Don't mm-hmm. Fear the Reaper" by Blue Oyster Cult. You know. <laughs> That's kind of hinting towards like one of the main characters becoming yeah. the Reaper. Hey, yo, can I, can I inter interrupt? Yes, yeah. Hi, guys. Um, so have you guys ever considered? I know in my BCA classes, at least, we have talked about sound engineers and people mm-hmm. that make sounds for horror movies, specifically like using string and a saw or something like tapping on like linoleum just to sound like somebody is crawling away mm-hmm. have you guys ever considered that as like a career that path is a whole career. <laughs> that comes up on my tiktok all the time yeah. and i think it's so cool i've actually never really thought about that like yeah. i i've like known about it but i never yeah. like thought like wow someone really just does that yeah like, yeah that's really cool actually like makes murder sound effects for a living yeah <laughs> casually just bring that up yeah um, it's just like right in regular movies you see someone like cutting onions in the mm-hmm. movie but yeah. then it's actually someone like 
in a recording studio, like, yeah. just Amplifying slicing on, yeah. like, symbols or something. Yeah. <laughs> I think weird. it's called a Foley artist, mm-hmm. if I'm that not. That sounds about right. Yeah. 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 They do, like, the footsteps, too. Yeah, it's always, like, the like... feet in the sand, and you're like, yeah. wow. <laughs> oh, yeah, I saw that on The yeah. Quiet Place. Mm-hmm. That was, like, all about Huge, the yeah. sound effects, yeah. and that was crazy. Because mm-hmm. no one, like, thinks about that. Like, you see someone walking, and you think it's coming from their feet. And then it's not, like... Because it'd so be so weird. normal, which yeah. is what they want you to think anyway. Right. But, it, the sound yeah. doesn't pick up as well, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and I feel like you almost have to use your imagination with it a little bit. Like, when you have those sound effects, it's almost exaggerating what your brain would think exactly. as, like, yeah. a footstep. Because a footstep, like, I feel would be more boring exactly. than this slightly off-putting sound. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They make them sound so crisp, but it's actually <laughs> you know, when you actually walk. So what do you all think makes a good horror music theme for like a horror movie organs mm. <laughs> wow those are spooky. characters can i join in again yeah. Yeah. i think that it has to fit the theme so like you were talking about with scream being super 90s mm-hmm. like oh my god that soundtrack gives me 90s yeah. versus like i was just talking with our friend in the booth alex <laughs> about donnie darko that's one of my favorite classic Halloween movies. It's not as spooky, more just kind of weird, um, but it's got a very fitting uh, soundtrack that's very much 80s because it's set in the 80s. So it's got a lot of really great stuff. Um, particularly wanted to highlight The Killing Moon is just a classic Halloween song. I hear it. I get in the vibes. I'm ready to go. Um, but it it's all about fitting that theme, fitting what's going on with yeah. the horror movie. Mm-hmm. Like, Have you guys seen maybe Fear Street? Yeah. No. So this one has like three different soundtracks because it's three different eras. Mm-hmm. And I love that. Oh, I think yeah. that you can really like play into the eras mm-hmm. with yeah. horror music. Mm-hmm. Also, just Season of the Witch. I was going to talk about oh, yeah. And Season always. So I'll let you. Such a good song. That. that is mm-hmm. immediately here. And it's like spooky season. Yeah. <laughs> he gives me yep. more fall vibe. I think. Yeah. And then going off of that, like the Halloween soundtrack. Like, obviously, that was made, like, late 70s. And I think, like, the first song I clicked on, it was, like, this. I don't even know how to. Just very, like, electric and, like, do-do-do. Oh, I just hit the microphone. Oh, sorry. But, like, just very, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I think it also, like, depends on, like, the how, how like, scary the movie is or whatever. You mm-hmm. know, like, because, like, the soundtrack, like, to the scream is, like, completely different to, like, what it would be in, like, The Nightmare Before Christmas. You yeah. know, like, because they're just such, like, different movies. They have, like. They use different instruments and different, like, everything pretty much for the songs, yeah. I feel like. Mm-hmm. It's also interesting because I think that, like, with A Quiet Place, there's also horror movies that use, like, the lack of sound yes. to, like, make it scarier. Yeah. Where you're like, I hear nothing right now. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Something's coming. Yeah. <laughs> I also feel that way, too, where the, well, in a different sense, I think the lyrics, like, the artist writes, and then compared to, like, the situation of the movie has, like, mm-hmm. something big to do with it. Mm-hmm. I something that really scares me and puts me on edge is like a really happy innocent scene with like the happy music and you're like no this doesn't seem right yeah Mm -hmm. and it scares you even more but then compared to like the opposite of that where it's like scary and like you're like dun 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 just Mm -hmm. like the lyrics are just like watch out you're gonna die and you're like yeah so yeah (laughs) you already see it coming besides like those happy moments which do you think is scarier like scary music or no music you know, oh like, in like I think it's called um, Hush or something. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. There's one. like no music because they have to like be silent mm-hmm. or like compared to like Halloween and like Scream and stuff like where there's like very much like harsh, scary music. Honestly, I don't know. Like, there's some sometimes the composer 
will make certain like they'll compose certain melodies that will actually like give you shivers mm-hmm. and like i don't like that you know yeah you know they'll just tweak some notes here and there that like actually is just very off-putting so yeah. i think the music for me yeah but then when you have like the lack of music they can give that equally like off-putting sound that you're talking about but mm-hmm. it just comes out of nowhere and you're like oh my gosh what's going yeah. on yeah i think i'm and, team no music i think you're yeah that. yeah or when they use both, where it's like there's music and then all of a sudden it's silent. No, you're like, oh, mm-hmm. something's going on. Like, cut off. Yeah. yeah. You know what I wanted to talk about? Kind of off topic, but on topic. Uh, there's a horror Winnie the Pooh movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So we could rope that in with the music. What type of music is going to be played in that? It can't be Disney because oh. that's like. Isn't it called Blood and Honey or something? Yes. Like that? insane who makes it like is it by disney no so i guess like the rights came out so like anyone can use it and now someone like as soon as that was announced they went on and then made this slasher film so we'll see what happens (laughs) but i feel like there could be a lack of sound and then they might just do like a honey sound effect and (laughs) someone gets murdered is it rated pg or is it like an r movie oh it's gonna be okay psa they didn't add tigger in there because tigger is copyrighted but um Winnie the Pooh and um, Piglet, I don't think they're licensed. So Hmm, anyone can use them. They're public domain. I think it'd be really cool if they used like creepy happy music, you know, like um, because it's like a Disney movie. So if they made it like, like, what is there? Oh, like kind of like Annabelle where it's like, I think Annabelle does that where it's like, I could be wrong, but where it's like gives like happy, like laughing sounds, Mm -hmm. but then it's like, sounds about right. (laughs) But like jewelry box like wind up yes. box music where in the it. like yeah yeah they I'm definitely so they use that in the conjuring okay that that could be what i'm yeah thinking. yeah I, yeah that's a good one too yeah. mm-hmm. dude where? those sounds like they make me feel like a knife's just gonna come out <laughs> and i hate like <laughs> knives when they get close to like eyes like that's really mm-hmm. specific but like yeah. nails that grosses me mm-hmm. out so much i don't mind like a gun in a movie but knives you yeah. that's interesting <laughs> do you think since most of the horror movies were made in like the 80s around that do you think that caused like partially satanic panic you know when most parents yeah were, like, afraid, i think so you know yeah mm-hmm. i could just be making this up but like i know twisted sister was i think they were around in the 80s yeah they had uh like that big scandal with them like releasing their album and then it getting called like bad like i don't know if it was satanic music or if it was like drugs were involved in that or just something but they had a lot of controversy and i feel like that and like the music industry and like coming off of like black sabbath from like the 60s and 70s mm-hmm. then led to this horror movie and everything getting intertwined with mm-hmm. this media controversy i feel like rock in general going back has always been some type of controversy where it's like mm-hmm. it's bad for our kids always, yeah. it's the devil's music mm-hmm. and so i definitely think the 80s was because the 80s were like making slasher movies like <laughs> That was Halloween set that up and they just went. I'm so sorry. Do you think that like spooky iconography has taken a different turn in these new age indie (sighs) artists that love skeletons, that love bones, Mm -hmm. that love the spooky things like Phoebe Bridgers, of course, (laughs) is who I'm thinking of off the top of my head. But there is a lot of like uh, goth and emo bands of right now that are getting on TikTok or getting on YouTube and posting a lot of things that have to do with like dark scary content but then you find that their crowd is young girls very like innocent people and it kind of feels the opposite of the 80s where it was like you wanted to be hardcore so you were hardcore now 
all the hardcore people have gone a little softer. How do we feel about that? Yeah. Machine Gun Kelly popped into my head. I don't know if it's like the same, but like Billie Eilish kind of came yeah. in my head, that where it's kind too. of like that like more eerie, like yeah, what's the word? pop music, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what exactly genre she is, but... I that, think she's mostly pop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Grunge. Maybe. But she doesn't mm-hmm. like <laughs> sing yeah. like out Like her singing is more like quieter and like. Yeah. Uh, like kind of that. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how yeah. to put it, but I think so. So yeah. I wonder if it all could also like, obviously music I think reflects its time. And so if we look at the time, I think people are all just very stressed out and maybe yeah. pretty sad. So I feel like that's their outlet is mm-hmm. like, I'm going to do Bridgers. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like also with artists like Billie Eilish, she could do like a little bit of everything. Mm -hmm. She could play like happy pop, but then she could do sad and then she could do like some weird, like almost Halloween vibes, like ukulele music. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) you don't know what's going on. Party favor? Yeah, there's like so much stuff that they do. And it's I feel like now we have more acceptance for artists to Mm -hmm. be themselves and to like break the mold Mm -hmm. rather Mm -hmm. than like, you play scary music. You like mm-hmm. My Chemical Romance. Man, so you're going to play like emo music. That's it. Yeah. Well, and I feel like, of course, like the young people are just going to like gravitate towards that. They're like, yes, yeah. like let me express my feelings. Mm-hmm. Like sing about it. Like I'll be your biggest fan, you know? So yeah, I think that's cool. It is interesting though, because like emo in the early 2000s was a little bit, and like even the later 2000s was, it was still kind of, I guess that like pop punky, like whining sound. And so it's it is interesting how it's like softened out. Yeah. Where like people are sad, but they're not like yelling at people. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. the 80s or even then. Like it's I feel like it's so much that seems so much louder. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Now it's more like I feel like toned down like yeah. you know music. I think of it like the 80s was like they're projecting all their guitars <laughs> and then they're like really like having the ballads and full on singing. Yeah. Where then we then lead into like the 90s and then we get grunge which Mm -hmm. then like alternates it but then we also get like green day which is then just everything's turned all the way up and then now it's just like boom what do we do now yeah (laughs) yeah i feel like now songs are like artists are a lot more lyrical than Mm -hmm. they are instrumental i feel like we're back in like the 60s 70s 80s it was more instrumental than it was like lyrical Mm -hmm. yeah i think a lot of it's from like being able to do online production Mm -hmm. so easily and since it's like quality music is really easy to make for your indie bands and artists where it's like they can make really good songs at home on their computer equally as musically talented as other people but like they may not be so keen on improvising because they're used to that behind the computer atmosphere so like 60s 70s 80s they had to be able to play in a band yeah. and off of each other so mm-hmm. the musicality is yeah. different they did not have soundcloud in the 60s mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you actually had to be musically inclined like you know talented mm-hmm. you know you couldn't just like start something in your room you could but like it was much more harder you you know you have to have a, a musical ear a lot more like open a new artist and stuff like you can like even like tiktok starting up mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. new artists and stuff whereas like Back then, it was, like, a lot harder to be, like, a startup new artist. You had to be, like, yeah. discovered by someone to have that happen. Yeah. You had to play in, like, a crappy venue. Mm-hmm. Always. Garage band. <laughs> and then I, now you can play, like, Old Town Road and, like, random right. cowboy song no. and that make banger music after <laughs> yeah. that. I think the, like, the lines of genres have kind of blurred. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think one thing I'd yeah. love to talk about is the way that, the way 
pop music has changed and I feel like the definition of pop music has changed from oh, for sure especially yeah. like the early 2000s like Britney Spears and yeah Christina Aguilera was that yeah correct? yeah genie in a bottle <laughs> yeah I think the same thing kind of happened with indie music too a little bit it's definitely turned into a lot like pop indie mm-hmm. I agree so I think that I feel like indie now, instead of it actually being like the word like ind- like shortened for independent, like people making music on their own is now just like a sound. Mm-hmm. It is a or sound. Or yeah. yeah. an aesthetic. Yeah. It's not Definitely like aesthetic. that even happens with movies where it's like, oh, indie, like this is indie, but also like here's a huge budget that we gave you. Mm-hmm. So it, Question. Yeah. yeah. How do we feel about fall album drops? versus winter versus spring Ooh. i feel like fall always it's harder yeah yeah in my yeah. opinion i, I just like, feel mm-hmm. like it's a new era mm-hmm. and you're just like mm-hmm. you know i feel like fall has like a i want to say like a softer vibe kind of because it's like latte weather you know mm-hmm. like yes. <laughs> so i feel For like sure. it kind of has that vibe whereas like summer is more like upbeat mm-hmm. i'd say probably mm-hmm. so weezer did like multiple albums going straight into this mm-hmm. where they're doing like one for winter, one for summer, and they all have different vibes and they're like pushing the envelope on like what their sound has been before. Mm-hmm. And it feels really weird to like hear what their interpretation of summer is. And it's like each album, like this is a hot take. They're each kind of mid with some good songs <laughs> on there. Not like a hot take. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's really not a hot take. People don't like Weezer, you know. <laughs> I yeah. feel like fall is like sad season yes like immediately like once it starts to get cold and the leaves change like you wear your sweaters and your jackets and you get like a hot coffee and you listen to phoebe bridgers Mm -hmm. or you listen to red by taylor swift yeah in my personal opinion winter is like that's when the sad boy music comes out yeah Except for like the break for Christmas. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. Happy Christmas break. Christmas music. Go. Oh, yeah. We got to do an episode on Christmas music. <laughs> <laughs> Not a really big fan of Christmas music, but you know, really? that's there's a, a good take. There's a good week where I let it slide. Yeah. Otherwise... I do like four days before Christmas and then. Yeah. I can't do hot it anymore. Take. I cannot stand Mariah Carey's. Um, Ooh, that is a hot all take. All I want for Christmas <laughs> is you. I really can't stand it anymore. That's a hot take. That's a very hot. Christmas music Damn. all year round is like the only way to do it. <laughs> you guys, um, would you guys listen to like Halloween music? Like, around, like everyone listens to Christmas music. Yeah. Do you like Not sit in your car and no. listen to Halloween music? Is there Halloween music? Is well, the like question. Yeah. soundtracks Halloween? That's true. Playlist, you know, like I don't know, or Halloween yes, movie same. soundtracks. Yes, <laughs> yes, I'm here to say yes. Yeah, like straight up, I will listen to spooky music any time of the year and i think that there is a specific kind of halloween music versus spooky music there's spooky Mm, winter music there's spooky summer music Mm -hmm. but halloween music can be enjoyed all year round but it's particularly chef's kiss (laughs) what is like the number one artist you consider for halloween music i'm curious artist i'm not sure that i have like a specific artist that seems spooky to me i think i just have compiled a bunch of songs that give me spooky energy yes, that's fair. and then I put them into a playlist yeah. um I don't know Metallica gives me Halloween yeah. it does <laughs> yeah. I, I guess if, if go. I'm gonna go with an artist yeah like that's probably who I'd stick with Phoebe Bridgers you yeah. know you yep. and me we already that yeah. we've been that way um but other than that I feel like it's more songs like individual mm-hmm. songs yeah. yeah I love the way that Phoebe Bridgers kind of I don't, I don't think trademark is the right word, but the way that she's kind of created 
this image of like the ghost, like the sheet ghost and like the skeleton. And I feel like it's used all year round. So I feel she really is that like Halloween artist. Cause yeah. she, those are traditionally Halloween symbols. Yeah. Yeah. And she's just sad and spooky. What I was like surprised by is I was listening to a Halloween playlist on the mm-hmm. way here on my phone and I saw they had the weekend really? blinded by the light on there. <laughs> no and I was like, I could kind of see it, but it'd have to be like deep in yeah. the playlist when you're like running Where the out vibe of is music. Set. Yeah. yeah. And then it's like, okay, I could kind of hear it. But like thriller, that's uh, yeah. for sure. Blinded by the light. I don't yeah. know. Well. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't consider that Halloween music. But I don't think yeah. I would either. I'd like to know who made that playlist. <laughs> I feel like Michael Jackson. If we're talking about Michael artists Jack, that give us Halloween, album, I think yeah, he's like a trademark. If we're talking mm-hmm. Halloween, right up there with Phoebe, you know. Yeah, dude. I'm gonna have to say, when I was little, the Thriller music video scared the crap out of me. When he turned into the wolf, <laughs> no, yeah. the zombies were terrifying. Yeah, the way they're dancing with the arms flailing and stuff. I hated it. My older sister, um, every time she came home, had a Justin. Oh my God, sorry, not Justin. Michael Jackson, Just Dance. So me and her <laughs> would just ball out to those songs, and I like grew up on those always. It was fun. Another one that came up on like a Halloween podcast was Billie Jean. Yeah. So by Michael Jackson, it's probably Billie one of my Jean. favorites by him. Yeah. Sure. I was like, you know what? I can see it. Like mm-hmm. I can see the the kid is not my son. That is scary. Yeah. Final question. Um, yep. What are you being for Halloween? This year? Go around the table. So, period. Um, <laughs> I'm dressed up right now. Note around the table list. That's okay. Um, I'm Princess Bubblegum. You guys probably can't see, but that's my little Dr. Bonnebel. My $15 Target dress. So, yeah. Sticking with that. Um, I'm actually not sure yet. I have like 12 different ideas. So, still trying okay. to decide a couple. <laughs> Top three. Um, I will, some of my friends are talking about being fairies, and then I wanted to, um, I was also talking about being Buzz Lightyear and Mater, which oh. mm-hmm. or not Buzz Lightyear, oh my gosh, Lightning McQueen, sorry, <laughs> oh, that's an interesting oh, combination, um, and then, I forgot what, what the other ones was, but, I don't know, I had a couple ideas, so. That's sick, um, I don't know if you're familiar with it, but like, you know, Alice in Wonderland, mm-hmm. I've never be- heard of it. Oh, shit. <laughs> so underground. Um, yeah. The Mad Hatter. Nice. Yes. So I can see it for you. Thank you. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was that for Halloween when I was like 10. Fun fact. Do you I have made, the costume? What it I made me? my own costume. Actually, <laughs> that was when I learned how to sew. So I was, I was Alice before. I oh. Went, with my little stuffed dog. He was still I there. feel like that suits yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I think I have three in mind right now because Halloween is a long weekend, I think, this mm-hmm. year. But actually, kind of. Going full circle here, one of my Halloween costumes I want to do is um, Drew Barrymore in the beginning of Scream. I love that. So, and then another one was, okay, so if you're a One Direction fan, as I am, (laughs) there's an episode of, like, the James Corden show where they're Corden's angels playing basketball, and I kind of want to dress up as, like, Harry Styles when he was, like... Corden's angel. That's so, so awesome. anyone it's so fun. Yeah. Is it supposed to be terrifying? N- no. Oh, okay, I was say. So, and then um, I was thinking about being, if anyone has seen the Royal Tannenbaums, Margot Tannenbaum. Yeah. Um, I had a couple ideas. Well, I was thinking either being Saul Goodman or nice. um, Walter White, you know, 
you know. <laughs> that'd be a good that's one. that's what I was yeah. thinking of because I saw at the store they. I mean, I I went to Spirit Halloween recently, and they had a hazmat like the yellow suit, and I was like, oh my god, I could be like when they're cooking meth in the lab. <laughs> that would be pretty funny. But you know. That was just my idea. You could give out like blue jello. We are going to wrap up today's show. Thank you so much for tuning in to our first episode of the semester on More Media Records Off the Air podcast. Um, I hope you enjoyed. I hope you're feeling spooky. Um, Feel free to join us for More Media Records Thursdays at 730 and More 184, 182. Um, Thank you guys again. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.